Whoa, 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 whoa. Why y'all so happy? And you don't know. Charvette Mitchell is on the radio. It's time to get motivated, excited, and, and influenced. Why? It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, live from Richmond, Virginia. And now, here to motivate, excite, and influence you, Charvette, Charvette Mitchell. Well, hello, 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 listeners. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, broadcasting from the capital city of Richmond, Virginia. But guess what? Heard all across the world wide web. Yep, yep, yep. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for checking us out here today. Listen, I am super excited. My guest is hanging out in the virtual green room. We're going to be kicking off the top of the hour with a phenomenal author spotlight but listen she is so much more than an author but I know some of you are listening in because the title of her book snagged your attention it snatched and grabbed your attention uh yeah we're going to be talking to Kanisha uh J excuse me L Atkins she's an author she's a minister she's an attorney and um, she is a lifelong learner. She has a brand new book out, Help. There's a Judas on my job, nine steps for surviving workplace betrayal. O to the M to the G. Uh, all right, so you definitely want to keep it locked right here. And then uh, later on in the show, you're actually going to hear some um, business shout out. Uh, coming from my Facebook community, hashtag Coaching with Vet. Hey, female entrepreneurs or those that want to be female entrepreneurs. Um, you'll hear from some of them in the second segment. So what I want you to do is jump on Facebook, jump on Twitter, and tell them what you're listening to, and tell them, join us. Come on over to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show because our goal is to motivate, excite, and influence. And I'm telling you, we are going to do just that today. All right, so let's go ahead and get ready here because I know you guys are uh, pumped up and ready to hear because, you know, uh, some of you are like, this sounds like reality TV. Well, listen, we might be bringing you some reality radio today. Listen, I, I don't know. I don't know. You're just going to have to stick around uh, stick around <laughs> to, to figure that out and all that good stuff. So I'm running to the mic now to bring my first guest up. Uh, if you've been on Charvette.com, you can see her full, full bio. Definitely check it out there. Uh, certainly want to recognize that she is a minister licensed. The reverend uh, is in her bio, and I want to definitely acknowledge that. Um, she spent more than 25 years working with various agencies for the Commonwealth of Virginia. Uh, and so she's got a lot. She can talk about definitely, definitely, definitely uh, a lot to talk about. And even in, in the ministry side, um, several various leadership capacities through ministry, um, throughout ministry over 40 years, you know, as a singer, as a choir director, as a pianist, oh my goodness, Bible study and Sunday school teacher and a minister of worship and assistant pastor. So uh, she definitely has plenty <laughs> to share with us. All right, so jump on Facebook, jump on Twitter, tell them what you're listening to. Hey, send me a tweet, send me a Facebook, and let me know you're listening in. I'm going to give you a shout out. All right, we're going to bring Reverend uh, Kanisha up to the mic. Yep, 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 coming up right now. 
on the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Hello and welcome to the show. Hello, Charvette. I am so excited to be here. Thank you so much. Oh, well, it is amazing to have you. Uh, Certainly so much, um, and I'm going to go through because I only hit a little bit. I was like, let me just hit a little bit and bring (laughs) her on so we can talk about everything else. So um, I've just touched a little bit, but I I definitely want to kind of start off talking about um, that you do have um, a a JD, and so you are um, licensed by the Virginia State Bar as an attorney. So tell us a little bit about that journey. All right. Well, uh, that journey actually goes back to when I was in college. I was trying to figure out what would I declare as a major. And I was really interested in uh, psychology and how people's minds worked. But I was also interested in law from the standpoint of a particular uh, play that I had seen. It was called 12 Angry Men. Now, little did I know that it was about jury deliberation, so it really didn't tell you what a lawyer would do, but that's kind of what pulled me into law. And so I ended up going to law school. My father, um, uh, praise God, he's still here with me, he and my mother, and he said, well, you know, you need to go to to law school because you're not going to make any money going into psychology. (laughs) So... (laughs) <laughs> and so I went to job. law school, and um, yeah, it, it was it was an interesting journey. Um, I went to the University of Richmond at the time; it was called T.C. Williams School of Law. And one of the interesting things at that time is that my class that entered, and that was in 1986, my entering class had the highest number of black students that had ever been admitted to the law school, and that number was 14. So out of 200 or so students that were admitted, that was the highest number of black students that had ever been admitted. So I uh, went to T.C. Williams, made it through, graduated um, in 1989. I took the bar immediately, but I didn't pass. It took me three times, but they say three is a charm, and it was a charm for me. And so I took the bar three times, and in 1991, I was licensed to practice in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Look at that. What an amazing accomplishment. Can we just pause and take that in? Uh, A female, (laughs) an African-American, so I certainly salute you because I'm sure there are many stories to be told just from that journey alone. That probably deserves a book of its own uh, if you if you don't already have one for that. <laughs> or I am always one. writing. I am always writing, and so that will be in one of the books. All right, good, good to hear. All right, wonderful. And so. How do we transition kind of through into ministry? So did the ministry component come alongside, uh, you know, the attorney component? Okay, well, I grew up in the church, Charvette. My father um, is a minister. He was my very first pastor. Um, And, in fact, my father and my mother, they are originally from Florida, When they left Florida to come north to Washington, D.C., it was for my father to attend Howard University School of Divinity. And when they traveled north from Florida to Washington, D.C., my mother was actually pregnant with me. And so I just feel like, you know, I've been on that journey (laughs) even before I came into the world. (laughs) 
And and so, My yeah, with goodness. the ministry, though, you know, I, like I said, I've always been in the church. I've been active in a lot of different capacities. Um, I mentioned in my bio that I've been active for over 40 years, and that's because I got started very, very young. At the age of 10 yeah. years old, I was playing and directing and teaching an adult choir. And so oh. that's basically how it started. And then as I came into my teens and I would study uh, the Bible for our Sunday school lessons, um, I realized that I had a gift, that God had given me a gift to discern certain things and in the scripture and to be able to give it back to people with some clarity and with understanding and with practical application. Um, but it wasn't until, I believe, 1992 when I, what we call, acknowledged my call to the ministry. And that was when yeah. I was licensed. And, and that was a struggle, too, because, number one, I am a black woman. Number two, I am an educated black woman. Number three, at that time and still today, I am a single black woman. And I just felt like God was playing the cruelest trick on me to call me into the ministry. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, and, and so, yeah, I'm like, are you serious? Right like, yeah, I'm like, if you want a testimony from me, God, I can testify about some other things, but, you know, God won. <laughs> right. God won. I, I acquiesce. And does. God won. Exactly. <laughs> and so um, I was licensed in 92 by Michael V. Kelsey uh, at the Mount Olive Baptist yeah. Church in Glen Allen. Um, he is no longer here in Richmond. He's up in um, Washington, D.C. now at New Samaritan Baptist Church. And he is now Bishop mm -hmm. Kelsey. Uh, but he will always yes, be doing pastor. very well. Shout yes, out doing to very CC well. Area. Yes. yes, yes, and he will always be Pastor Kelsey to me, very special to me. And then in 1997, I was ordained, and I was ordained by my father. As I said, my father is a minister, oh, and wow. he and his church ordained me. So that's really special to me, also. Um, not too long ago, I heard a uh, story from Renita Weems, and she asked, who threw their mantle on you? And I think about my father, my biological father. You know, when you talk about Elijah and Elisha, my father is the one who threw his mantle on me with regard to that call into ministry. So that's how I got there. Wow. And you accepted it because not all PKs, a.k.a. preacher's kids, for those of you exactly. who don't know that language, <laughs> uh, don't necessarily accept. They dodge in the, they're dodging the mantle as it's being thrown to them. They're like, no, I'm not accepting that. But there are a whole lot of preacher's kids who embrace it um, wholeheartedly. And so I know that that makes your parents proud. And then God, you know, proud as well. Um, for you to accept and embrace the call that's on your life. And so now you're walking in it, and I'm sure it has afforded you to, to grace many stages and, and, and travel uh, all over. What would you say to someone who is perhaps new in ministry? Maybe she's a female listening in, and she's having kind of a similar mantle put on her uh, and just trying to adjust to what to do in ministry, their purpose in ministry. Any tips or thoughts? for them? Any suggestions? Absolutely. I would say to anyone, and particularly to any uh, woman who is feeling that tug to go into ministry, to remember that God is calling you to be your genuine, true, authentic self, and not to be a duplicate of someone else. And so the way that ministry shows up in that individual 
is not going to necessarily look like and should not necessarily look like the way ministry shows up in someone else. The way you preach, if that's the ministry you've been called to, you're not going to sound like someone else, and you shouldn't be upset by that. You shouldn't be put off by that. But what I would even take it a step further by saying is if God is calling you understand what the call is because everybody is not called to preach. And that doesn't mean that your calling is any less than. Different doesn't mean less than. Different just means different. And so that's what I would say. Walk Walk in the calling that God has for you, whatever it is, and just be secure in it. Give yourself that opportunity to feel uncertain. I'm going to tell you, when I first um, uh, got licensed, after I got licensed, I think it was in about three months when I thought to myself, you know, I think they made a mistake. (laughs) I I, I don't think they should have gave me this license. I think I need to give it back. And wow. and I was really considering going to my pastor and saying, you know, I, I just don't really think this is for me. But, you know, I hung in there and through it all, through these years, um, I can stand firmly in my calling now and say, yes, this is the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. And it is marvelous, and it is marvelous. Wonderful. Thank you so much for giving that, that advice. I just wanted to to throw that in there. Uh, so hello, listeners, for those that are just tuning in. Hey, welcome to those that are on the phone lines, those that are, are listening in from Twitter and from Facebook, from our mobile app users. Hey, from all of our broadcast stations, we, uh, we thank you so much for checking us out here. And you're hearing in our author spotlight, listen, we're just scratching the surface. We're getting you all set up, giving you time to, to get in and get your lemonade and get you – some popcorn, or maybe you're getting ready to eat some dinner. You might have some pot roast and cabbage. Uh, we're just giving you some time here, but I want to give you a little bit of background um, for our guest here. So, um, and, and I just out of reverence, I'm just going to say reverence. So, even though I know you know all you have, you don't necessarily have that as a requirement to call you that. I'm just going to call you that. All right, <laughs> all right. So, Reverend Kanisha, um, tell us a little bit about how this particular book came about. What were the circumstances, the backstory of help? There's a Judas on my job. All right. So this is now at a time where I've been licensed as a minister. I am licensed to practice law. I've been ordained as a minister. And um, even though I was doing ministry, I still, like I said, I love law. And so my mm-hmm. bread and butter, you know, those those jobs that pay the bills for you, my bread and butter has usually always been connected to the law in some way. And so I um, applied for a job, and um, it was in an area that was near and dear to me, dealing with unlawful discrimination in employment. I had done um, work in that area as an investigator, um, and so this was an opportunity for me to actually be the deputy director over a major organization for equal opportunity employment. And so I got that job, and I was so excited. And, you know, if you can have a feeling of I've arrived, that's how I was feeling uh-huh. at that time. <laughs> okay. Now, mind you, this is back in 2000, so this is 17 years ago. But I felt like I had arrived to some degree. And 
Um, I was over a, a satellite office, but still a major part of this organization. And in that office was just me and my administrative assistant. She was very welcoming, very friendly. But I noticed within about three months, the atmosphere just changed. Something shifted mm. in the atmosphere. And mm-hmm. I, was, I was getting accusations from my supervisor, um, you know, saying, well, I heard that you left maybe 15 minutes early uh, the other day, or why did this happen, or why did that happen? And my supervisor started challenging me 90 days into the job, and I thought that my supervisor was having what, you know, we call buyer's remorse and that she didn't want me there anymore. Uh-huh. Well, it turns Uh out that it was my administrative assistant who was sabotaging me. Okay, this is the person who was my right-hand person. Okay, okay. Right, and they're under you. I just want to make sure y'all are clear the administrative assistant is the person that assists. Exactly. (laughs) Right-hand person, right-hand person, and this is the person who was my Judas. Wow. And I know. So, let's take that in for a minute, right? <laughs> yeah, let's take that in. And so I want to I want you to talk a little bit about Judas. We're here in this this season that we're in leading up to the crucifixion, leading up yeah. um to the resurrection and just talk a little bit about Judas just just for the sake of a listener that may not understand or may not know the, the correlation and who Judas is. Talk a little bit about Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And thank you so much for that question. So Judas, for those who may not know, um, when you look at the historical Jesus, you know, we don't even have to get into whether you believe Jesus is the son of God, because that's usually where the debate comes in. But most people would right. probably agree that there was a historical Jesus who had a group of people who were referred to as his disciples, and one of those disciples whose name was Judas. And most people would agree that there was something that went down, some kind of transaction that went down where Judas betrayed Jesus because Jesus was disturbing the Roman government. He was messing with their money. He was messing with their prestige, and they didn't like it. And so they needed an inroad. How could we get to this Jesus? How can we get rid of him? Because he's, he's pulling people over to his side. He's setting people free. You know, we're taxing yeah. people. We're telling them you have to do this. You have to dot this I. You have to cross this T. Jesus is telling these people that who I set free is free indeed. We need to stop this man. So they found someone, and the person they found was Judas, who said, I'll point him out to you. And the reason Judas had to point him out is because Jesus looked like everybody else. He looked just like a normal person around there. So unless Judas pointed him out, they wouldn't know who it was. And so that's where the title comes in, a Judas is someone who appears to be in your corner, but they stab you in the back and sabotage you. So an enemy, an outright enemy, cannot betray you. 
only someone who you have entrusted your heart, your time, who you vested energy in, who you consider to be a friend, that is the person who can betray you. Enemies can hurt you, but only those closest to you can betray you. How you put that together so beautifully. Thank you. That was so beautifully said, and that is a wonderful synopsis uh, right there. And, And you know what? And I never thought, I don't think I pause to think betrayal is really only from someone that's a friend, not an enemy. Mm. Right, right. That is deep. And so how did you, was there a confrontation? And I don't, let me know if I'm asking stuff that's in the book, because we want y'all to go buy the book. Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. I just want to give enough to whet your appetite. (laughs) Um, And so that's covered in the book. But was there any any confrontation with this Judas? There was, and it is in the book, and so I am going to put on my lawyer hat, and I'm going to kind of skirt around that issue a little bit. <laughs> yes. yes, that's good. Listen, tell, how, tell listeners right now how they can get a hold of the book and connect with you online, because I know we wet the appetite enough right there. Okay, so first... The way that you can get the book is through several different channels. You can um, order the book online through createspace.com forward slash 6549749. Again, that's createspace.com forward slash 6549749. You can also order through amazon.com and also online at Barnes & Noble. And if you like Kindle, it is available in Kindle. That's through Amazon, and you can order in paperback as well. Now, as far as reaching me, I'm on Facebook under Kanisha Adkins. That's K-A-N-I-S-H-A-A-D-K-I-N-S. I'm on Twitter, Kanisha L. Adkins. I have a website, KanishaLAdkins.com. And if you want to call me, if you would like to um, just, you know, call me and um, maybe have me to come out and do a book signing or do a, you know, just do a a book club or anything like that, you can reach me at 202-854-1963. That's 202-854-1963. So those are all the ways to reach me, and I am very responsive. If you inbox me on Facebook, I will get back with you. If you call me, I will get back with you. All right, there you have it. And I have um, tagged Reverend Kanisha in Facebook and Twitter. So if you follow me, those are easy connection points. All of those are public posts, so you don't even have to be a friend uh, of mine. Just check out facebook.com slash charvette and twitter.com slash charvette and we made the connection points for you there and of course for those that are listening from charvette.com you've got the full blog post uh, there that'll give you all the deets and all the details that you need okay and so as you were putting the book together did you also inquire or see if other people have had any kind of similar experience or did it just has it just come about even after the book is out that other people have dealt with a judas in the workplace well, as I was writing the book, um, I did not consult with other people to see if they had been through it. And it's because the pain was real, Charvette. The pain was mm-hmm. that real. And I didn't have space in me to see if somebody else could um, relate to what I was going through. I, I was dealing with my pain. And so during the writing of the book, no, I didn't consult with anyone. 
But from the time that I started putting the book together as far as publishing, um, getting marketing materials together, every time I spoke with someone, a vendor, anyone, they would always say, oh, you know, I had a Judas. Let me tell you what happened to me. And so this has resonated with people. This has really resonated with people. And the thing about it is, you know, I I spoke with someone uh, not too long ago who said, oh, well, you know, that's great. You know, the book sounds really good, but I don't have coworkers. I'm a solopreneur. Now, a solopreneur, that might be a new Mm. word, but but it's an old concept. Uh And that basically means you have your own business and you do everything soup to nuts. That means from beginning to end. So, you know, you you, uh, plant the seeds, you harvest the wheat, um, you do whatever it takes to turn the wheat into flour, you package the flour, you know, you bake the bread, you package the bread, you sell the bread. You know, just from soup to nuts, you do everything. But, but most people don't do all of that, though. You really don't. So let's say that you have a sandwich shop and you say you're a solopreneur. All right, but you uh-huh. didn't, you didn't um, plant the wheat. So you're relying on somebody's crop to come in. You didn't um, bake the bread. You had to get that from a bakery. And so you may not have what you consider coworkers, but you do have people that you are in working relationships with. So don't let the title of the book fool you. Even though, though it says, help, there's a Judas on my job, you still have a job. And whereas you don't have coworkers, you may have vendors, you may have contractors, you may have couriers, you have a number of people that you have to enter into working relationships with in order to make your business work. You don't even have to have a job where you're being paid. You could be a volunteer. And some of the most meaningful and fulfilling work is probably the work we do as volunteers. Let's take it a step further. It could be ministry. It could be in the church because think about it. The model that we're looking at is one that we often look at when we're talking about ministry anyway. And we often want to say, oh, Jesus was in ministry and they were doing ministry. Let me tell you, Jesus had a job and he had coworkers. (laughs) (laughs) He had a job. He had coworkers. Uh They had a vision plan. They had a mission. They had things to do. They had a timeline. They had deadlines. So regardless of what you call it, there will always be working relationships, and you have to be able to navigate through those, particularly if you discover that there is a Judas within that working relationship. Ooh, that's good right there. And you know what? I bet if I open the phone lines up, some of our solopreneurs and our entrepreneurs and our small business owners would be quick to say they have experienced Judas, uh, a Judas or two in working relationships. So I'm so glad that you brought that point out. So what I want to do is take a quick commercial break, and then when we come back, just uh, share just a few um, perhaps nuggets that I know that they will find in the book around, okay, we've identified that there is a Judas, you know, on my job, but then the book also doesn't leave you there. Um, Then you discuss nine steps for surviving workplace betrayal. So maybe we can give them one or two just to give them an idea of what direction they should take if they are experiencing that. Does that sound fair to you? That sounds great. 
All right, wonderful. All right, listeners, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Don't you move. We're going to be right back right here on the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Charvette will be back after this. Hello, we are 123jobzone.com, an online job search portal. We are user-friendly, and if you're searching for a job, with us, it's easy as 123. Step 1, go to www.123jobzone.com and register as a job seeker. Step 2, once registered, upload your resumes. Step 3, get connected with employers looking for people like you who are ready and willing to work. Don't forget to follow 123JobZone on Twitter and Facebook to find out more about our upcoming job fairs. What are you waiting for? Stop by 123JobZone.com today. Good luck with your job search. Introducing contemporary gospel artist Diani with a new hit debut single titled The Blood on Remail Records. Oh, they slay me, crucify me. I have been washed in the blood I'm reading. Purchase Diani's new hit single on iTunes, Amazon, in February. Once again, be sure to check out contemporary gospel artist Diani with a new hit debut single title, The Blood, on Remare Records. Follow Diani on Twitter, Facebook, by going online to dianimusic.com. That's spelled D-E-O-N-I-M-U-S-I-C.com. That's dianimusic.com. Spiritual Food for Thought, 31 Inspirational Quotes to Jumpstart Your Day by LaTanya Boyd consists of inspirational messages that offer daily words of empowerment, promote spiritual growth, and development in the Lord Jesus Christ for your day-to-day living. Spiritual Food for Thought, 31 Inspirational Quotes to Jumpstart Your Day, available now on Kindle, ebook, and paperback. Log on to www.latiboyd.com. She's here to motivate, excite, and influence you. She's Charvette Mitchell. Charvette Mitchell. It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show with in-depth interviews from today's leading authors, gospel artists, stars that you want to know about. And now, Charvette Mitchell. Oh. Uh, broadcasting from the capital city of Richmond, Virginia, but heard all across the world wide web. Uh, and I'm really excited to have you uh, joining us here in our author spotlight. Uh, listen, you're going to get an opportunity to hear uh, some more shout outs and spotlights and events, uh, spotlights and product shout outs. Uh, in just a little bit, I'm opening up the phone lines. I have some of my friends. Hey, girl, hey, uh, coming in from my Facebook community for female entrepreneurs and females that want to be entrepreneurs. So they'll be calling in uh, in just a bit. We're going to be opening up the phone line so you will hear from some of my uh, friends and comrades in that area. And if you want to be in the Facebook group, you say, hey, Charvette, I follow you online. I didn't, I didn't hear anything about it. I could call into the show. Ah, it's a privilege. It's a special privilege that I opened up for my community. So if you're on Facebook now or heading to Facebook, all you have to do is look for Coaching with Vet, Coaching with Vet, and that will take you to the Facebook community. I also posted um, the link on my wall yesterday. So if you just go to my page, facebook.com slash Charvette, scroll down, you will see the information there. All right, so let's go ahead and bring my guests back on air. All right, so we're jumping right back in. 
um, with uh, Reverend uh, Kanisha, and we're talking about these nine strategies, nine tips. And so just give a little bit about uh, what people can do if they are finding themselves in this predicament. All right. So if we're already at the point of where you have identified who your Judas is, one of the biggest things uh, we need to remember is that it's not about you. And that is going to be a hard pill to swallow because Mm. you feel the pain. You're the one feeling the pain. You're the one constantly looking over your shoulder, wondering, wondering, you know, what is he going to do next? What is she going to do next? But when you get to the heart of it, there is a motivation behind why Judases betray people. Now, again, you don't have to look at the uh, biblical text for sacred text. Even if you look at it from Mm -hmm. a historical standpoint, Judas betrayed according to the text because they bargained with him and said, we'll give you so much money if you show us who this Jesus is. I say in the book that it was not the promise of money, but it was something else, and that's a little cliffhanger I'll leave you with. But what I believe, and and this is the other part, I believe that it wasn't the money, it was something else that motivated Judas, and I believe Judas wasn't even aware that that's what he was motivated by. Now, bridge it over to 21st century 2017, the same thing. The things that appear Mm. to motivate people, those tangible things that they can get, the positions maybe that they'll be moved into, that's not what is really motivating them. And I even Mm -hmm. say that they don't realize what the motivation is. Again, I'm not going to say on air what that is because we want people to get the book and we want them to read it. The reason I bring that up when I say it's not even about you is because Mm -hmm. when you understand why people betray, that is part of what can help you to heal and move on and get over the betrayal. When you understand that it's not you, it's not that you did something wrong, it's not that it's your fault, it's not you, it's them. It is them. So don't take that on to yourself. Oh, my goodness. Listeners, help. There's a Judas on my job. Nine steps for surviving workplace betrayal by none other than Reverend Kanisha <laughs> Atkins. All right. And so tell them once again how they can pick up their copy and all the ways they can connect with you. Absolutely. Okay. You can pick up your copy online at createspace.com forward slash 6549749 again that's createspace.com forward slash 6549749 you can also get Kindle if you like reading through Kindle that's available on Amazon and you can get paperback also through amazon.com and Barnes and Nobles online now to reach me I'm on Facebook at Kanisha Adkins that's K A N I S H A A-D-K-I-N-S. I'm on Twitter, Kanisha L. Adkins. I have a website and a blog, KanishaLAdkins.com. And if you want to call me, you can reach me on 202-854-1963. Fabulous. Thank you so much for stopping by. And uh, listeners, I think you need to give a round of applause. (laughs) Clap, clap. 
up. Thank you so much for stopping by. We just wish you much more continued success with your book and ministry. Thank you so very much. I just want to say also that the foreword to the book was written by none other than my pastor and the esteemed Reverend Dr. John W. Kenny, who is at the dean at the School of Theology. He wrote the foreword, and so I'm telling you, you don't want to skip over oh. anything in this book. You want to read the foreword. You want to read the introduction. You want to read it all. Listen, Reverend McKinney, for those of you that are in other parts of the United States and maybe those that are listening from Bahamas and Africa, you might not be familiar, but I'm telling you what, if you have to definitely make sure you read the foreword because he is such a <laughs> prolific speaker, teacher. I'm telling you, I'm, we're getting ready to go because I'm going to the phone line, so I see you all hanging out there, my community members. I'm about to bring you all on. I'm going first. I'm going to uh, caller ending with 8133, and then I'm going to caller ending with 3766. Then I'm going to caller ending 2451. So I want to let you know I see you, and I'm going to bring you on, but i got to put this in. I've had the opportunity to MC an event a, a church anniversary, and uh, Reverend McKinney was the speaker, and it wasn't even his topic. We were talking before the service, and it was right after the election, and he said, and I'm, a, and this is not a, I'm not, this is not a political show, so I don't want any political comments or tweets or any of that. <laughs> but he said, when the United States of America picked President Donald Trump as president, it was like the crucifixion where they picked the thieves over Jesus. And, and listen, he he said it in like two minutes. It wrecked the place. So, okay, but that wasn't even his sermon. So, anyway, I'm saying all that to say he's so powerful and so prolific, and I'm going to leave that alone. So, thank you. Thank you so much for bringing that point out. Absolutely, absolutely. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you for uh, joining us today. Thank you so much for having me on your show, Charvette. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. All right, listeners, uh, we are moving right on into some more spotlights. We're opening up the lines to let you hear from some of my uh, guests. I'm telling you what. Okay, let's see here. So I see some some different numbers. Okay, I'm going to a number ending with 3766, number ending with 3766. I'm bringing you live on the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Hello, you are live. Hi. Hi. Comment or question for Hey, who is this? This is Camille Schiller. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you doing today, Minister Camille? I'm doing great. I just wanted to chime in and say this is amazing. I was like, oh, my God. So I was like, I have to call in. I I was listening to um, Lady Atkins, and I was trying to write down her her Facebook and and the number, but I missed something. So does she mind repeating it? Do you mind? I don't know if you write it down. Listen, I'm gonna bring uh, Re- I'm gonna bring Reverend Atkins right back on. Uh, hello, okay, yep, Reverend uh, Atkins, you're you're live again. We want your contact information, okay. all that good stuff. <laughs> okay, okay. So let's start with um, the Facebook. It is mm-hmm. Kanisha, Kanisha Atkins, and it's spelled K A N I S H A A D K I N S. So that's Facebook, Kanisha mm-hmm. Atkins. Okay. For Twitter, it's Kanisha L. Atkins, so I put my middle initial in there. That's Twitter, yes, Kanisha L. Atkins. Yes, I also have a website, KanishaLAtkins.com, 
And then again, if you want to call me, 202-854-1963. Okay, hold on one second. I gotta put that on the phone. I'm doing like three things at once. Hold on. Let me just the phone number. That's what I missed. Okay, I'll, I'll repeat the phone number. It's two zero two eight five four one nine six three. I'm trying. I'm trying to And we'll make sure we we'll make sure everyone gets that information. So, um, thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much, uh, Reverend Tanisha. I'm gonna have you just hang out here. We might have some more callers. I have some sure, for you if, sure. you if you have time. All right. I have plenty of so time. Let's see. You have plenty of time. Okay, great, great, great. All right, so let's go here. Uh, caller ending with number 2451. I'm about to bring you on air live. Caller ending with number 2451. You are live on the Charvette Mitchell radio show. Tell us who you are and if you have a question or comment. Hello, Charvette. Hey. Uh, thank you so much for opening up the the, the lines uh, for your listeners. I'm Christina Amen, and um, I am yeah. one of the – uh, um, Ask Charvette community members. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Welcome. So let's so let's share with the listeners because you do uh, some really amazing things. You really focus on moms. So talk a little bit about your your passion and your mission around um, mothers. Yes, I am very very passionate about empowering moms and. Um, really short and sweet, I empower moms to balance all of what they do without losing who they are. And um, and so through that empowerment space, I help moms with balance and organization, but also with self-care and entrepreneurship, finding their purpose and monetizing that purpose. Oh, finding their purpose and monetizing uh, their purpose, because oftentimes I would assume, moms, your time is really constrained, right? Yes, yes, and 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 even yes. even along with you know the lack of time or that constant feeling like we don't have enough time, we're natural um, nurturers, and so we give so much of ourselves that even when we tap into business, we continue to give of ourselves without asking in return and so a lot of times that's asking for your worth asking for your uh for the value of what it is that you offer um and so a lot of times transitioning from motherhood into mom entrepreneurship we tend to serve and serve and serve and then we don't really transition out of hobby and into business oh that's good that's good how can um listeners connect with you if there's a mom listening saying oh i need to connect with her because i feel like that's where i am (laughs) well my business is super mommy in the letter n me um i am on a mission to empower moms to unleash their for mommy um so i go around and i tell moms everywhere that there's a super mommy in you so you can find me all across social media platforms instagram facebook twitter Super Mommy, the letter N, me, and then on the web as well, supermommynme.com. Very simple. You could just type in Super Mommy N, me, and you'll see me everywhere. Okay, I love that. And now you have an event that's coming up in the capital city of Richmond, right? I do. Every single month we have Super Mommy Summit, and it's an empowerment luncheon. And it's the next one is April 15th, and we're talking about money matters. And so we're talking about budgeting and saving and um, economic development. How can you monetize your gifts and your talents 
um, in the form of business. So it's all about money matters, and it's happening at the Stonehenge Country Club out in Melothian, Virginia. Wonderful. And they can register uh, online and find out more information about it? Yes, they can register online right on the website. And if you hop on over on Facebook, right under my event tab, you'll see all of the information to register right there on Facebook as well. All right. I love that. I love that. And you have definitely um, embraced Facebook Live. So uh, are you doing Facebook Lives on your business page and your personal page if they want to kind of follow you in the Facebook Live arena? Yes. Um, you can you can follow me with all of my Facebook Lives. I love to talk, so some of them are a little long-winded, but you can join <laughs> me in the conversation um, on my personal page, Christina Smith-Amon, or on the Facebook page as well. And I do have a Facebook group as well. Oh, there you go. All right, well, thank you so much for calling in and just being there to support and offer um, support and guidance to moms. Absolutely. Well, thanks so much. I love everything that you do, and I'm always watching and following, so thanks so much for everything that you do. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. All right. <laughs> We're going to get some more folks in. I am going to call her ending with 2690-2690. I am bringing you on the air. Are you ready? I'm bringing you on the air. You are live on the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show right now, 2690. Tell us who you are and if you have a comment or question. Hi, my name is Sterling Clinton Spellman, the polisher, and I am so team Charvette. I'm so happy to be um, live tonight on the show. <laughs> yes, Sterling is in the house, guys. Oh, my goodness. From, listen, Rhode Island. From, listen, we don't, do, do y'all even know anybody from Rhode Island? Oh, my goodness, Sterling. Okay, so uh, <laughs> we got to talk because we got a lot. So you got to tell us about being the polisher. We got to hear about your event. Um, so let's start, let's start with how you, you know, how you decided to be the polisher and what that means. Okay, awesome, awesome, awesome. So I decided to be the polisher when I was a little girl. And, you know, sometimes we have these gifts inside of us that we we don't really know where they're going to lead to, but we've been exercising mm-hmm. and using those gifts. And sometimes it takes another person to tell us and remind us of who we are. And so I've always had the gift as a little girl to mirror for people their greatness, to pull the best out of them to really expose their true essence. And I remember when I was younger, a lot of people would be like, oh, you're trying to be a goody two-shoe because nobody even likes that person. Why are you even talking to them? But what I was doing at 12 years old was exercising my gifts and getting that person to really draw out of them who they really were. And so fast forward to about three years ago um, when I, I really started doing the work on myself because I believed that, all of us have a gift, right? And we have to do the work on ourselves, that personal develop development to really bring it out. So when I started doing that, I attended a Lisa Nichols conference out in San Diego. And one of my roommates who, if you get to know me, I'm a crazy person. I will find, when I, when I want to do something, I will find a way to do it, right? And so I met this woman yeah. on the Lisa Nichols um, uh, blog, you know, the blog comments. She said to ask if you need a yeah. roommate. So I was ready to, I needed a roommate. So I said, who would like to share a room with me? And three people responded, and so there was four of us in the room. And so shout out to my sister, Rachel. Um, she said to me, what, what you do seems like you polish people. And I was like, oh, 
I was like, okay, wow. let me play with this a little bit. Let me see what, what that means. And so when I really looked at what I was doing, I was helping people to stop seeing themselves through the tarnished lens that we have sometimes mm. when we go through a struggle. And so that's where the policy comes from. And then I'll let you ask the question because I'm talking like 12 miles a minute. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, I love it. I love it. And uh, I love that, it, you know, it's polished. Shine bright, lead, inspire uh, is kind yeah. of your, your tagline there. And I had the opportunity to uh, meet you in person uh, in Dallas, Texas last week. So that was an amazing uh, experience at hashtag Epicon17. And then also I'm really excited to say you are one of my clients. So I did your uh, yes. your event website, event landing page. So let's that's a great segue. So let's talk about your um, conference that is coming up, the Ultimate Personal Development Experience Polished Con 2017. Tell us about it. Yes. So this idea for Polished Con um, came about because I had, I'm in Rhode Island, and like Charvette said, right? Charvette said, um, do you even know any folks in Rhode Island? So <laughs> we are the smallest state in the union, and even though we're the smallest state, we do have a lot of people of color in the state, right? But mm-hmm. when it comes to events for um, anything that has to do with business or de- personal development, professional development, every time I attend, I'm like the only black face in the room. And so mm. for years I worked in diversity, right, um, at a school. And yeah. I said, I have, to, I have to be the change that I want to see because I know, like I know, that when you are on your come up, when you want to um, grow, you want to see other people that yeah. look like you too. You need to Absolutely. see. You can't be who you don't see, right? And so I yeah. attended this women's conference at a university um, here in Rhode Island, and of a 1,000 women, that attended this event, there were three black sisters and um, seven, uh, six to seven uh, sisters who were like Latino or Asian of a thousand women. Wow. And so I said, of okay, you thousand. know what? This is, it was crazy. I'm like, this is enough. Why do I have to travel to Virginia? Why do I have to travel to, to Baltimore or to San Diego or to Atlanta or San Antonio just to get inspiration, just to get what I need? To, to, to personally develop myself or to professionally develop myself. So I, I always believe in creating uh, um, your table. If you, there's no room at the table for you, what do you do? you got to create that table, create your own path. And so I did a video at this event, which I didn't even know I did, but this is how you know you're walking in your purpose and your alignment. I made a yeah. video on March 18th, 2016, at this event where I said, I love this event. There's a lot of great speakers, but something's missing, and that's my sisters of color. I don't see us here. And sometimes you want to be in a space with people where you can grow. You can identify with them and identify with their struggles and their wants, grow together. So I'm going to put on a conference one day. I just said one day. I didn't know it was going to be the next year. But I said one day I'm going to put on a conference in the state that is going to be geared towards women of color, and it's going to be all about personal development because I really believe no matter where you go, there you are, right? No matter where you go, there you are. So you can buy all these programs like I was doing in in years past, buying all these programs, doing all of this, and nothing was really working. Why? Because I was still there, and I wasn't doing the work on myself. So I said, I'm going to create the ultimate personal development experience in the Northeast for women of color, and I want it to be awesome. And when I tell you because I I made that bold statement, 
I made that bold statement. <laughs> I started asking questions of people. Here we are, about 29 days away. Oh, my God. Oh, and listen, your lineup, you listen, you coming with the big guns. Y'all, yes, Apriel, master business coach, Apriel Hunt, um, who, listen, if you don't know who that is, check her out. She's our, both of our business coaches. Um, yes. She has, listen, I'm telling the story. You tell, you tell the rest of it. You tell who you have. <laughs> Listen, we have, so we have Master Coach April Frankson. We have Tyshina Davis of Publish Your Gifts of Purpose. No, let me get it yeah. right. It's not that you can help me. Perp, say it for me because I think I forgot Purposely the full name. Publishing. Yeah, Purposely yeah. Publishing. Purposely Publishing, who is awesome. She just uh, published Kim Cole's book. I mean, she's just absolutely yeah. amazing. Um, we have Janelle B. Stewart, who is the mastermind behind um, the Kinky Coily Me blog, and she's like an ambassador for Shane Moisture. We have Melanie Foot Davis, yeah. who is the um, self-love ambassador. We have Elkie Clinton Savvy mom, Elkie, who is actually my blood sister, and she's just amazing. She teaches moms how to live a simple and practical life using what you have, right, and budgeting and oh, all wow. those things. We have, um, who do we have? We have Sata Jala, who is the holistic moon goddess, that's going to be talking to us about getting our yoni together so we can really live our best life. And if you don't know what your yoni is, that means your vagina, how to heal it to be able to live your best oh, life. Wow. Because we're all connected, right? Um, I don't want yeah. to forget, we have Nadia Cashew, who is um, a fitness expert, and really, she wasn't a person that was really overweight, but she was a person who was broken. And through fitness, fitness has got her to be mm. the person who she is today. Now she's teaching other people that. We have Dr. Sandy Kale, who is a NYU professor and doctor and entrepreneur. She just created her own um, practice where she goes and does home visits. So she's bringing back home visits by doctors because she has four small oh, children. Wow. And she was like, every time I come home, there's no, there's, I don't have time to go to a doctor's office. So she creates, she's feeling the need that, um, she knows that we as parents and busy people need that we don't always have time to go to the doctor. By the time we get out of work or we're done doing things, it's like 7 o'clock at night and the doctor's office may not be open. So she comes to you. Um, I hope I didn't forget anybody. And if I did, y'all be give me grace. But uh, we have <laughs> an amazing <laughs> So what are the um, dates? What are the dates for the event? Yeah, so it's May 5th and 6th, so it was a Friday and Saturday event. So, yes, you do have to take a day out of work. And um, so it's going to be that Friday and Saturday and at the end of the weekend. So on that Saturday night, we will be having my fifth book signing. So I'm going to be having a book signing for my fifth oh, book. Wow. And I'm really super excited because this is my first um, big solo project by myself in terms of being an author. I've done co collaborations. I have done ebooks by myself, but this is the first book that is going to be a solo project, and I'm super excited. The book is called, and excuse me because it has a curse word in it, but it's, it's for the point, all right? It's part of the point. It's uh -huh. called Cut the Shit, right? And shit stands uh -huh. for Stop Having Insignificant Thoughts. Stop oh, having so insignificant thoughts. I see yes, what you're doing. I think I'll be like, oh, what's she saying? 
but that's to grab your attention because so many times we find ourselves in a in a space where we um we know we're meant to be great. We know we're supposed to be doing amazing things and living out our purpose. But those thoughts are are just ravishing our mind with just negativity. And so sometimes we just gotta cut it and polish our uh-huh. mindset. So that's what the book is gonna be wow. at the end of the. The conference, we're going to have the book signing and a 90s theme party because I am an 80s baby, but the 90s is when I really could party. So ah, I love the I 90s. Love and some okay. of <laughs> so, so Sterling, because I'm going to get to the last caller we're going to take is ending at 8133, last caller ending at 8133. I'm coming to you. Get ready. Okay, so Sterling, tell people, uh, number one, the website address and then also how they can connect with you and all that good stuff. Awesome. So once again, thanks to Charvette for um, doing my website. She's absolutely fabulous. It's www.polished with an ed con c o n dot com. Polished con dot com, and that's where you can find out about all the speakers and get your ticket. Make sure you get your ticket because we are going to sell out. So make sure you get your ticket. We're about 29 days away. And you can find me on Facebook at Sterling Clinton Spellman. I also have a Facebook group called the Polished Lifestyle Community. And in that group, that's where we support your bold dreams and visions and goals, and we support you to make that happen. And so that's my Facebook group. Yeah. I'm also on Instagram at Sterling the Polisher. And I live stream. I do all that beautiful stuff. So when you go to those pages, you will see all of that. And I thank you for the opportunity. This is so awesome, Charvette. Thank you. Oh, thank you. I love your energy, Sterling. I love it. I love it. I love it. So keep moving. Keep it moving, girl. Keep it moving. Yes, yes. <laughs> Take care. Oh, wonderful. Thank you. All right. I'm coming to 8133. I'm bringing you on live. You are live on the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Hey, let us know who you are and if you have a comment or question. Hello, hello. Um, I don't have a comment or question. I've been seeing you do your thing for a while. I wanted to check you out. I love what you're doing and the way that you're bringing it to the community and um, keeping the information out there to encourage women such as myself to become entrepreneurs. I'm on the line today representing for a company that started with me and my daughter. She's 10 years old. Her name's Tiana Foster. Uh, we had the mm-hmm. children party entertainment in the DMV area. It's called RVA Party Crashers. So, you know, you create a party and we'll crash it, providing hosting, games, characters. We have over 26 characters in the area. We also face pain and below art and have bounce houses, and not only that, we use that same energy that my team has to crash parties to also market and get out there with guerrilla marketing strategies for small and medium business owners, and also using the uh, characters for sciences. Oh, wait, I love this. So party crashers, so how can they contact you? I am on Facebook at rvapartycrashers.com, or you can also visit the website. And then as far as the business marketing, if you're specifically looking for business marketing, you can look under Naila Promotion, and that was a name that was given to me from my pastor and first lady. It means successful daughter of the most high. So I said, hey, I am oh. a successful daughter of the most high. However, I want my business pretty much to focus behind that. And so with that, I use strategies to um create a presence and brand awareness for different business owners and some of the clients that we represent on a day-to-day basis would include T-Mobile, Metro PCS, 
um, Liberty Tax. They use my street team to um, go to the streets, be the ear for um, their business, because we believe if you're good at something, you should stay focused on that. Let us let us be the big yeah. mouth and tell everybody what you got going on. Wow. Okay, so y'all go check out RVA Party Crashers, and that's a Z on the end, dot com. I that's right. Up while we were on air. So you have a lot, like balloon art, face painting, characters, bounce, bounce house, and there's just much more and marketing, uh, just as she talked about. So thank you so much for uh, following and connecting with me online, and I love this um, this concept, and I'm glad that you are already out there doing what you do. Hi, let me give you a high five. Put your hand up. Virtual Thank high you five so much. High five. <laughs> I got you. I just felt that there was a yes. need, number one, to help moms and dads out who are struggling. We all have children that we want to show how much we love them in our own special way. So the fa- formula that I use for my party structure, it just helps make sure that mom is able to actually be a part of the party, not just being in the back, worrying about the chicken, getting our drinks, but actually being able to engage with her child during a special moment. And then it also allows for business owners, like I said, to just continue to get the word out. This is single-handedly how these businesses are doing it. They're reaching out for community connections. So they use me as a community liaison to figure out what's going on in the community and how they can reach brothers and sisters such as ourselves. How can they sponsor events such as yours? How can they be a part of what it is that you guys are doing also? Well, listen, I'm going to definitely connect with you because we are looking for sponsorships for Hashtag Coaching with Vet uh, workshop conference that's coming up December 8th and 9th. Y'all put it on your calendar for female entrepreneurs. So I'm definitely going to connect with you around that and around how I can partner with these businesses and help add exposure to them and give them a shining light in an area, in a region, and in front of people that may not know them. So there's definitely a partnership, I think, there. And so thank you for calling in and let me know about it. All right, you're welcome. And I just liked you on Facebook. All right, listeners, that is a wrap for today. Oh, my goodness. So, listen, if you're saying, oh, this is so good, I want to, I need somebody else, I need other people to hear this, no problem. You know, as we always do, our shows are aired live, but we record them for you, so they turn into a podcast, so you'll be able to jump over to charvette.com and send people there and say, hey, you need to go check out the replay. Also, you can download um, in iTunes. You can subscribe for free to my podcast. Just look for Charvette. That's all you have to do uh, in the podcast section, or you can get my mobile app on Blackberry. Yep, iPhones. Yep, Android. Just look for Charvette. It's a free mobile app, and you'll have all of the shows literally at your fingertips. Uh, well, it has been amazing, and until we meet again, peace and love. Live from Richmond, Virginia, you have been listening to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Connect with her at charvette.com. And until next week, stay motivated, excited, and influenced. The Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Signing off.